Only thing I want to do is encourage anybody who's listening to this right now to live your life, man, mm-hmm. and take the limits off of you. Because nobody said that you had to limit yourself to what you limit yourself to. You just made that stuff up on your own. You made it up in your own head that you can't do it. You made it up in your own head that you can't afford it. And one of the biggest things that hit me, one of the biggest quotes that that that, that changed my life, I mean, absolutely changed my life, was that it's not you can't afford it. It's how can I afford that? Mm. But then on the second tip, to go a little bit deeper, if you stop focusing on the money of things or the dollar sign that's in front of things, once you take the dollar sign off of off of off of the world, the world is yours. What are you doing today that makes you better than the person you were yesterday? That is part of the Ascension brand. That is the model, the heart of what we stand for. When I pass away, I want people to know. I want people to remember me. Not for the time that I spent on this planet, but for the things that I have done to contribute to society. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dirty Trunks Podcast, where the elephant is always welcome. It is me, your boy Marcus Morton. Always here with me is the Aaron Mack, and we have a a guest on. I have returned. The remote episode. She has returned for the day. Mm. <laughs> for the day. So here for the Dirty Trump podcast is coming coming at you live from Riviera Maya, Mexico. <laughs> Felt like I needed to say that. Um, I ain't trying. This ain't gonna be a, a bragging episode, but I do have I do have something that I want to uh, I want to bring to the table, okay. and um, I I got I got some plans for this episode, and a lot of people ain't gonna like it, so. I just want to go ahead and put the disclaimer out there. Um, if you if you comfortable in your ways and you stuck in your ways, then um, you might want to turn this off because you just about to be pissed. I you should definitely you. keep it on because you're gonna be glad you heard it. <laughs> but yeah, and, and to that note, like you, if you if there was ever a little inkling in you that that said that I want to do more with my life, but fear has been the thing that held you back, you want to keep this going. So, um, my, how things been going on stateside, bro? Uh, whew, same old, same old. But um, well, work wise, same old, same old. Ain't nothing changed. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I've been um, about it for six days now. No, nah, uh, so like, all right. Speaking of like fear and like kind of the topic of what we're going into, uh, I, I was I, I couldn't sleep one day, right? So I was just like, just not reminiscing, but like just just looking at old Facebook photos and all this other yeah. stuff and just kind of like reflecting on like what I've been through, like yeah. what I did to get here. And I was just like, yo, you did a lot, but like, there's more to come. And I'm just like, where, where are we going? Like it, it, was, it right. was weird. It was weird. And I couldn't sleep on it, but it was just like something I needed to do. Cause it was just like a, almost like a confidence boost, like looking back and then, you know, realizing that there's a lot more I can do, like, yeah, that I know I can do. 
And once you get to that, bro, like I, 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 I feel you on that. Like I, Facebook all the time. Facebook famous for that, like <laughs> bringing bringing yeah. you back to something. On this day, three years ago, like you just started mm-hmm. looking back on a whole bunch of stuff that you've been doing, bro. But like after you get past that, that proud of of what you have accomplished. Mm-hmm. You get to a point where you're like, yo, like, like you said, I can be doing more. I could be doing a whole lot better. And like, I get a whole different feeling when I look at when I look at that that real on Facebook now, mm-hmm. bro. Like, I don't even want to see it at this point because it's like, <laughs> yo, you you have this is all you have done, and you mm-hmm. know you could have done more. Mm-hmm. So like, I I think I guess it's a stepping stone kind of process, but like, mm-hmm. it's just all depending on how 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 far you stretch yourself, man. Mm-hmm. And um, I've gotten to a point where I can't I can't stand looking at it now. Like, like just being real. Like, if I post a picture on Facebook from now, um, and I and and, and like we're in Mexico right now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I and I'm probably gonna say that a couple more times before <laughs> before this episode is out. Not to brag, but I'm just trying to prove a point. Like, if I post a picture of of Alyssa and I from Mexico this year, right right now, Cinco de Mayo. It ain't Cinco de Mayo now, but we took a picture yesterday. But um, if I posted that picture and next year in 2023, Facebook shows me that and I'm not back in Mexico or at least planning on going to another uh, doing something of the same sort, of Mm -hmm. the same value, then like I will feel like I failed. And most people, they just kind of look at it just like, oh, it is what it is and just go right back to doing what they what they've been doing. But like there's been like I'm taking vacations and stuff. Look back on Facebook and like, yo, what the fuck am I doing? Like I I was having so much fun right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like looking at my environment. My environment don't look nothing like the fun that I that I had in the, in the picture. And like most people, they get they get in this little bubble where they start thinking that the only time that they can live or have fun is in a fantasy world mm. and your fantasy world being Mexico. <laughs> so like, I, you know, I'm going to let somebody else take that. Mm. I'm going to try not to hog it. Try not to hog it. You got anything to add on that, Lee? Or you just going to be a pretty face on the pot? Is that what you think? <laughs> I was hoping that you would have more of a leeway into what we were discussing yesterday, but... um. I was I, I needed a little help. My brain kind of got stuck on uh on that. Help me out here. Marcus, what did you think? <laughs> what did I think? About, yeah. about what did you say? Yeah. Um I was hoping for more of a leeway into what my thing was. Now it's just too jarring. <laughs> uh I do feel that like uh people get into this mindset of like uh when a, a Facebook reel or something like that comes up, it's just like <laughs> sometimes it's like an acceptance for them. Like mm. they feel like, all right, I did this, cool. But you know, what next? Uh, and some people they're just like, well, you know, <laughs> they're okay with just doing this this spectacular thing this one time, and then just like kind of holding on to that memory. Yeah, uh, and. Don't move anywhere forward from that. Like yeah. some people's biggest highlight is a trip they took like many years ago and they're just yeah. content right. with that. Um, but I do feel like uh, those reels should be like 
kind of like inspiration. Like, all right, what's my next move? Let the and then the next uh yeah. Facebook post or Facebook reel be like something even bigger, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's all personal personal preference. Like what what people are into, uh, how driven they are to actually go out and you know make those things happen. Oh yeah, that 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 uh, that takes it out of personal preference. I just want to go ahead and put that out there. Um, you said personal preference, but then you went into like what what their drive is mm-hmm. like i don't believe that it's personal preference if you just look at it and just kind of give up hope on the fact that you can't do it because you just kind of accept the fact that you can't like right like, it's just like yesterday um as we all know we're at actually a conference for personal development while we're here mm-hmm. as opposed to just simply a vacation so right. we are i was with- told i had to call it a vacation though <laughs> you just have to at least relax and enjoy it just a little bit but anyway um so we are with et and his team um so just every morning we've been starting with um well, prayer prayer time to just kind of reflect like on what everything is going on yeah. um and actually he had a discussion with somebody that's actually at this personal development conference as well and he was like ah et man i i just only had the opportunity to be at general admission and blah blah, blah. and he's like well you chose to only work as hard as getting general admission you could have easily gotten VIP or platinum. I mean, and, we did eat. His response we did was the VIP. The guy's response was, "But man, you don't understand like the way my, my bank my, account is set up." He hit him with the he hit him with the Kevin Hart joke. Oh no! Like you, the way my bank account is set up, he was like, "No, nah, bro, I don't think you understand. You chose that. Like right. you chose mm. to do general admission. Like you chose to get enough money to only do general admission. So like, if you didn't have it like that." to even have general admission, then couldn't you not have it like that to get something else and work harder right. to get there? Right. Is what his whole point was. And I mean, we felt that same exact way. We were like, oh, well, are we really going to have that within a year? Are we really going to, like, are we, can we make it happen? Are we just going to make it? Yeah. And our decision was yes. Like we were going to find whatever way we could. Mm-hmm. We put it on cards. We worked our asses off. We did what we could. Like we made sure that that was actually important enough to us to put that forth effort um, that was required. Oh yeah, we definitely coming back. Like there's yeah. no there's no way. Like one of um, one of the ladies that Alyssa linked up with, man, she um, and I, I found it like really inspiring. But she got like just a, a team of people that mm-hmm. she empowers on a regular basis, um, and she brought twenty two people with her. Bro, like I'm like, mm-hmm. yo, for real. Mm-hmm. Like we we falling off, bro. And um ah man, yeah, yeah, we fought we yeah, we we falling way off, man. And just building that sort of community. Um mm-hmm. one thing that definitely hit me is just the sense of community. Like we all know, like you are made up of the five most people that you surround yourselves with. Mm-hmm. So if you're consistently with people that are like, well, my bank account is set up this certain way, like obviously you're not gonna be able to take advantage of, of these unique experiences, mm-hmm. being able to hear all of these messages. Like we've had mindset, we've had health, we've had fitness, we've had- um, Pretty much all the five pillars that Jamal talked yeah. about. Like faith, I didn't know faith, if you actually family, mentioned it on this. Faith, family, finance, fitness, and freedom. Yeah. So 
we will be walking away being able to completely change and renovate the way that our life works. Right. And then there's other people that let their bank accounts stop them. Right. Right. Hmm. Cause like we, we had a year to prepare for this, bro. Mm. Like a whole year. And like, and I asked people, I'm like, yo, y'all want to come, come to Mexico with me? They're like, oh yeah, we're going to Mexico. I was like, yeah, man. And, um, you know, like once I said that, like what we going for, Mm -hmm. like they were like, oh yeah, shit. I don't know, man. I gotta, I don't know. Like, (laughs) and then like, bro, we in such a culture where it's so unorthodox to -hmm. do the things that you want to do that we make internal excuses and we create our own internal reality to keep us from doing the things that we want to do. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, you know how many people told me because I said I'm going to Mexico and, and like whatever, mm. how many people told me not to drink the water? Yeah. yeah. Like, what does that even mean? And half of the people who told me that my, have never uh, you been know, here. 90% of the mm. people have never been here. And I'm like, yo, what, what does that even mean? And I asked the last person, I'm like, so why are you telling me that? Just out of curiosity. Mm. Oh, yeah, man, I, I heard some stuff. And I'm like, oh, you you heard? Have you ever been? Mm-hmm. No, nah, I ain't never been, but, uh, you know, such and such. I'm like, yo, what, that, 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 that ain't got nothing to do with nothing. Like, what you heard and what you experienced are two completely different things. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know about what you heard. I want to know about what you experienced. So if you're giving me advice, then it better be it better come from somewhere that you actually know and not 30% of information that you heard from a, a storybook about somebody getting kidnapped in Mexico. I'm like, I don't want to hear that. Like, it, they ain't got nothing to do with me. Well, and even to circle that back, like, there's so many people that I've associated myself with in the past, you've associated yourself with people that were around now at work or whatever the case might be Mm -hmm. that are like, well, I can't afford this lifestyle. I can't have this. I can't have that because somebody told them so. Mm. They believe that they are limited by what they have in their family, by what they experienced in the past. Um, They might have terrible credit now. They might have poor cash flow in their bank account. They might have pre-existing conditions. They might have all of these things working against them. Or even that, you might actually want to do it, but you got a spouse or a significant other at home who who don't even believe that is even possible. So you just don't do it in the first place. Right. And then we've got rooms full of people that we've been around for the last five, six days that have done it, that came from homelessness, that came from having um, debilitating diseases, that had um, domestic abuse, they had um, survivorship guilt. Like there's people that have gone through traumatic experiences. There's been people that are widows. There's been people that have made a life for themselves despite their past experiences. Right, right. So like, it is a different it's a different type of environment man cuz like we're so accustomed to people who who just all they do is complain about their current situation and they they do absolutely nothing to do but nothing with it man mm-hmm. like they don't even let that pain drive them to do something better they all they do is just sit back and they they whine and complain and 
they, so I mean, most of them complaining about me, so I'm not, you know, <laughs> I ain't gonna go there, but um, it's just because, like, I just try to make you be better as a person, like, and, they, mm. and people don't like that pain, they don't like that pressure of, of, of knowing that they're not as good as they think they are. And you know you're not as good as you think you are because you could be here right now, but instead you are worrying about uh, your nine to five and working paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So you could be like, I mean, granted, like, you know, for real, like, I know for a fact that all like most of the people I talk to, brilliant, brilliant people. In fact, there's some there's been people here that I, that that me and Alyssa have have kicked it with who have some of the same skills of people that we meet on a daily basis at our job, bro. So like, it's not like it's, it's impossible for you to be here. It's literally just a matter of you just chose that you didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You literally chose that. Okay. Like whatever work that it takes to get that kind of lifestyle, I don't even want to do it. Well, and even to bring it down to like a simpler message, there's, Unfortunately, everyone deals with it. Like every resolution, what is everyone's number one thing? Health, right? Mm -hmm. So even just everyone's like, okay, I'm going to get it done this year. I'm going to lose 80 pounds. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. But what happens by like January 12th in the gym every single year? (laughs) Yeah. But just, Mm -hmm. and I mean, Carl from ETA even deals with like, this well dealt with this to the point that he's like oh man Jamal I really don't feel like working out today I don't think it's gonna happen I'm really busy right and of course if all of these guys are very busy like yeah, they all have yeah. their own businesses hell they don't yeah. all have everything going on but Jamal can make the time to work out twice a day for several hours throughout the day run a multi-million dollar real estate business have six other businesses on the side yeah interact have team meetings and all that good stuff and he simply asked carl a question of okay did you brush your teeth today yeah jamal i had brushed my teeth today did you get dressed today yeah i got dressed today i had to go somewhere did you eat breakfast today yeah i kind of got hungry this morning did you drink water yes i did that too okay well and you just flat out don't want to do it it's not important to you and he said that ever since then like he has not given up a working out day Mm-hmm. Like he has not, like if it's important to you, then you're going to find the time to do it. Either you're going to wake up earlier, you're going to stay up later, you're going to take 10 minutes to just take a walk, you're going to play with your puppies, you're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that you get that in. Yeah. That's dope. And there's just so many people that let their busy time mm-hmm. dictate what they're going to do. And they're willing to sacrifice what's important to them or that they claim is important to them and substitute it with the newest movie or the newest show that they're binging and call it busy. I want to argue to the point where it's like people in their busy time, like people that I'm talking about and people that we're talking about in general, they ain't really busy doing that. They busy, they busy chasing paychecks and they so busy chasing paychecks that Mm -hmm. they fail to Chase wasn't really important. And that's a life purpose. Right. And that's what this whole episode is about, life purpose. Like, we're not here to brag about being in Mexico. Like, I told you that. Like, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about why is it that 
that average everyday people fail to do to live life the way that they that they should be living life. And why do they convince themselves that they are limited by what their past gave them? Right, right. Uh, some people don't like to be tired. Some people don't like to be uh, where it is ex- exhausted. I guess. Um. So we have a, a hey, 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 um, um, open up on that. Elaborate on that a little bit for me. Um, the the feeling of tiredness or exhaustion is like you gave it your very all. Uh, say you're running a marathon and you just you you hauling you hauling ass right, and then you finally make it to the end. You on your knees. You done ran to where your legs have given out. You have literally gave it 110 percent. You're tired. You're exhausted. Mm-hmm. But you did that to get somewhere in life. Uh, right. People don't want to go through that pain or that right. that suffering, that grueling but suffering of was the body. The body is able to do anything that you're willing to push it to do. And people aren't willing to do that. Yeah. And the thing is, like the, the tired feeling that you're talking about is a state of mind. Mm-hmm. Most people, people that get tired of just people get tired going to work. <laughs> exactly. You work a 10 hour day, 10 hour shift there, especially where 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 we work at. You work a 10 hour shift and you're tired. Mm-hmm. But bro, like I'll tell you what I what, what makes me tired. My job doesn't make me tired. My job irritates me. What tires me out is the fact that I had to go every single day. What tires me out is the fact that I had to spend 10 hours with people who think that they own my level. What tires me out is that I'm working paycheck to paycheck. What tires me out is I can't, I have to have conversations with Alyssa because we, she, she's unsure if we're able to be able to start our family because we're still so bent up out of shape about finances and where, where the next dollar is coming from. That tires me out. Mm-hmm. So um, like for real, like if you get tired from work, like yo, for real, I ain't trying to hear that. Like what, where, where, what I don't want to hear is when you get off of work and you just sit up on the couch and you cuddle up with your with your significant other and you watch Netflix and eat dinner and then you just wait for the next shift to start. What I ain't trying to hear next week is how you ain't got money to do what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Well, and not only that, but I mean, granted, everyone might be tired at the end of the day, but just think about short-term sacrifice to create long-term gain. Right. Like, we all know that working the nine to five exhausts us at the end of the day, whether it be mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever the case might be. But imagine being able to work by the ocean every day and only work for like an hour a week. Oh, hang on, Marcus. Yes. Yes. And our breakfast is here. Who? Hola. <laughs> And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Sorry for the brief interruption. And we ordered when we weren't sure if you were going to be awake or not. <laughs> uh, like in the afternoon. Of course I'd be. Uh, yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> that hour behind kind of got us. Yeah. <laughs> we were trying to get it before before we started, but uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> So yeah, uh, where were we at, man? Short-term lot, short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. Mm-hmm. Being able to go from working 40, 50 hours a week to working maybe like one or two hours a week seaside. Ah, man, like, bro, 
I sat down next to the water yesterday, bro. Mm-hmm. And I was just writing. Well, like the 30 minutes that I was out there, man, like I felt so free. Like the like my fingers were just tapping, bro. Like I'm just like, I can get so much done here. Like, yo, for real. Like if I can just sit next to the beach for about bro, 40 hours. You me 40 hours sitting next to the beach, bro. I had so much done. He'll finish a book. I exactly. Right. I, exactly. <laughs> that was like for real. Like, yo, like. Mm-hmm. There's just so much peace out here, man. And I wish, and like, I, I can't explain. Me me personally, like, I'm going to be real with you. Um, I can relate to the whole blue collar thing. I came, like, for real. I can remember times when, when my family went to Disney World and we had to stay in, like, a hotel, like a motel that was, like, maybe, like, 30 minutes away from the park. We had to get up like real early to beat the line and we was doing all this weird stuff to try to beat the system. Like we weren't trying to spend no money on on uh, on the food there. So we mm-hmm. were bringing like snacks and everything. We didn't stay on the park. We didn't get to see everything because we could only afford to go for one day. And like, yo, I'm grateful for those times. But what I learned about those times was that I ain't really trying to, I ain't really trying to live like that. Mm-hmm. What I learned is, is that that I want to enjoy the things that are are in life. Like I want to enjoy life the way life was supposed to be enjoyed. And we came from people who don't necessarily enjoy life like that. We live life, we experience life, we experience living, but we don't experience life in its fullness, if that make any sense. Like Drake said, not everybody dies, but not everybody lives. Mm-hmm. So like for real, coming out here, like even being on my way out here, bro. Like, like I, we were here for about maybe two days before it actually hit me. Like, yo, you in, you in a whole different country right now. But I was noticing things that were a little bit different. And mm-hmm. like at, from the time I got here, bro. Like, I heard Jamal say was it two weeks ago that because they were talking about coming back. And um, on, on their podcast, on S2S podcast, y'all know I, I plug them all the time for what, like, and they, they don't even know it. But, um, bro, like, they were talking about coming back here, and and they and, and CJ made a joke about Jamal wanting to go back to enjoy the, the resort. Mm-hmm. But, bro, Jamal lived in a 20,000 square foot house. Jamal told him, like, bro, when I went there, Camille, like my wife, he like, yo, she ain't tripping over over how good and how perfect the resort looked. My wife was tripping on just the service. Mm-hmm. I give my wife everything that she want. And he said, what, what most people fail to realize is that you going to you going to paradise so you can enjoy paradise and you coming back with absolutely nothing from paradise. But what you need to do is you need to go to paradise. Take a, piece, love. take a piece of paradise and take that shit back home with you, fam, and create paradise at your house. And some people will think of, oh, yeah, I'll just get some souvenirs so it'll remind me of it. No, like you build the life that you want. Like you love the ocean. E brought back the idea of getting a huge pool so that he can work by it until he can actually buy an oceanfront property. Uh, Jamal was like, okay, my wife loves the spa. All right, I'm going to create a spa inside our house so that she doesn't have to leave the country to have that oasis. You love the greenery, bring that back with you. 
like you actually create the life that you want so that you don't always have to be like, oh, I wonder when we're going to go to our next vacation. I wonder when we're going to do this. I wonder when we're going to do that. Like you create it inside your own home. Right. And you create it in your environment in right. general. And why are we getting kicked off of here for having two people? Like, yo, I'm, yeah. I'm, I don't, I ain't, all right. Does the Zoom do they face tracking? They might have changed up their they, uh, they stuff again, man. It's either that or Zoom does face tracking and, like, it just notices that it's three people. And that'd be crazy if they do that. That is huh. wild. I doubt it. That is wild. I doubt it. I think it's just, I think they just changed, changed up their stuff. Right. Um, so we're gonna talk until it goes until it runs out and we're gonna hop back on. Right. Uh, at least we at least we know our time. So um uh, so like oh uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, I was gonna say, um, with that, what what did you guys have to sacrifice to get there? Everything. Mm-hmm. It wasn't it was all right. So here's here's something that, that I want to say. Like mm-hmm. some people think that it's a choice. Like, you got choices in life. But when the number one motivational speaker in the world tell you to be somewhere, bro. You go. And, 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 <laughs> <laughs> right. When the number one motivational speaker tell you that you need to be somewhere because this is what it's going to do for you. Bump me. Like, I don't care about what it does for me. What it's going to do for you mm-hmm. is, is you need to be here. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted I wanted you and Alex to come to uh, come to uh, the 360 conference in Atlanta because mm-hmm. like yo these th- the things that that happen when you come to places like this with people like 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 we're with now these things are life altering and they're priceless right right They're like you couldn't put a price on on uh, uh, being able to be around a community of people that are like minded or right. that have the opportunity to mentor that have the opportunity to show you how it's done the people that are like some of the most like faith-driven amazing Mm -hmm. just incredible people that are so kind so generous and they care about changing the world as much as we do right that care about creating a lifestyle for their own future for their kids future for several generations right 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 and um like i'm gonna be real with you like I ain't never met nobody out of ETA. So when I got here, because I've been to conferences like this before, mm-hmm. um, and it just always feel empty. Like, mm-hmm. it, like no matter what you do, no matter who you're around, everybody's shallow. Everybody is, like, selfish. Um, they just they just got their own agenda. You can't talk to nobody without actually having them, like, try to pitch you or sell something to you. Like, I've been to conferences like that. And I kind of thought that, for the most part, me and Alyssa was going to be to ourselves because – um, because of the same the same situation, I thought it'll be a situation where you know we see them and you know they they there but they not there. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. like they might as well just be projections if you see them. But when we got here, bro, and we got in the room, mm-hmm. it was like a family. Like it was yeah. like a big family reunion up in there, bro. Like you talk you talking people who like like they haven't seen each other in a while. They come into hugging each other. Mm-hmm. They like. Like you talking like folks like it look like it like a it like a like a, a reunion, bro. Like it look right. like a a family reunion, bro. And like to the point where we were sitting there, we sitting there in the in the in the um in the conference room, mm-hmm. and we waiting for the show to start, bro. CJ comes and talk comes comes to me and Alyssa, and it's like, yo, how, how y'all doing? I don't think I I don't think we met before. Y'all, this y'all first time? 
Oh. Yeah. Like he Ooh. knows like people's faces. Like he Bruh. has an opportunity Ooh. to meet literally everyone. Ma, and I'm talking dinner like- the next night. Like he says, Hey, how you guys doing? No, you guys are new. Are you meeting anyone? Have you what have you picked up so far? Right. Like, he's making sure that the value is there for everyone. Right. Like every single new person, like he remembers their name. He remembers like where they're from actually treats you as a person, not just a number that's b- contributing to their bank account. And the, it, right. And the, and the biggest part about that, bro, like, and why I was surprised because they always, so we all, right. we always talk about the disc assessment. Mm. So we know who CJ is. He's right. not the people guy. Right. Like he ain't the people, he's not the people person. He ain't necessarily out here just like doing that, doing all of that, that uh, motivational stuff, like linking up with people, bro. And, and, he he remembered us like he was just like yo y'all this y'all first time um he like called us by name the second by the second time that we saw him and just sat down at the table with us and had a conversation with us while we like while we were waiting on dinner like i'm like yo what what is this dude's mm-hmm. like multi-millionaires and just like yo like yeah y'all y'all family now like what right like what? Like Uncle bro, CJ, like, Uncle Jamal. <laughs> like, bro, like, what is this? Like, yo, this don't even, this don't even make sense, bro. Like, th- like they don't even need to be doing this. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it ain't even logical. It's like five hundred people here. You just like remember me by name because this is my first time. Like, yo, that don't happen in in, in the real world. So, like, what did we sacrifice to get that experience, bro? I sacrificed everything. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Yeah. We on we didn't credit cards maxed. Right, right, right. We didn't like make that, the, but we made it happen. We didn't make we don't make the money to get here right and on paper like if you look at my background and look at where i came from i shouldn't be here Mm -hmm. like just real talk i should not be here i shouldn't be in this environment i shouldn't even i like for real like if you look at my background i shouldn't even know her like i'm just being real like um uh, if you if you know where I came from and know what i've been through but we sacrifice everything to come here not for the vacation but we sacrificed everything to come here because I knew that when we go, when we when we arrive, when we touch down, and when our feet touch that sand and we look out into that blue water, that we won't go back the same. Right. And that everybody who has ever touched us and everybody who has ever locked arms with us and broke bread with us, I knew for a fact that I was going to be able to change their lives, not just my own. That's why I sacrificed everything to be here. Mm-hmm. That's how important it is for me to be here. Mm. Whew. All right. So, ooh. <laughs> in other words, you're coming with us next year, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, bro. No question. Yeah. No question. Oh, yeah. We got a year to prep. Like, whatever whatever we need to do, bro. Like, and I know, like, it's, it's scary. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I, I was like, yo, we there need- were so many arguments that we had. I was like, okay. We ain't never argue about money. <laughs> <laughs> I was, we ain't never argue about money, but yeah, just like something about this, we were just like, it needs to happen. It just, right, it's non-negotiable. Right. With that, because because you said you know it was scary, all that, all the sacrifices and the the things to make it happen, uh, it it instills some type of fear. But instead mm-hmm. of letting that fear stop you guys, you you just went on with it, and mm-hmm. you're weeping the result. Yeah, the rewards right now. So that just goes out to just like to show people that you can make it happen even through fear, struggle, 
uh you you know you're giving your your last dime your last penny your last uh time for something to get somewhere that you truly believe will mm-hmm. you know make a difference and it, I, i'm not gonna say you could have went out there and it, it would have been like a whole flop uh conference or whatever because you know we know the people they they wouldn't you know let you guys come out there and it just be you know anything just something they did some random day no it was thought out it was planned uh I'm pretty sure they put in just as much effort even more probably you know to get something going for you guys or for you know the people that are there uh and just like you said to even go that extra mile and to you know connect with you guys like they didn't have to do that that's something they felt they needed to do so they did it Uh, i don't think any other uh speaker would done that and they are i'm I'm being i'm being real with you they are Mm. doing it but it don't look the same bro oh really it don't look the same bro the reason why Mm. the reason why he is where he is now bro is because he don't do what the other guys do Mm. That's why he's the number one motivational speaker in the world, bro. Because he's like, he's out here creating a real, a real community, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, there's been opportunities where he could have just capitalized, like, and I watch him, bro. Like mm-hmm. in the business world, and like just listening to the things that 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 they talk about on the podcast, like, cause y'all know, like, I I, I binge listen to their podcast, <laughs> bro. Cause I don't like listening to half of the shit that that come out of the mouths of people who in the real world. So like, I listen to them, like, mm-hmm. so. Like and I hear the stuff that they that they talk about and the mm-hmm. things that they go through and like bro they had so many opportunities to capitalize on paywalls bro and they just don't do it dog and I I, I look at it and I'm like yo I, they they could insert this right here and I'd be like look I I imagine that they would do this <laughs> or go in this direction and then they just like mm-hmm. it disappears like I'm like. Well, even to the point that yesterday during mm-hmm. morning worship and everything. There was individuals from the UK that have gone here since the very first one four years ago. Yeah. And several other people that have gone on it since the very first one. Like they called mm-hmm. them out by name. They were like, You guys are doing this, you guys are doing that, you guys have learned this, you guys have learned that. Like at the end of the day, right. they could have just been like, Okay, yeah, keep on coming until you die. Like he told the guy, he was like, Look, like y'all from the UK. Like mm. it don't make sense for you to travel out here once a once a year. Like it don't make sense for you to come out here, pay your money, and come out here and see me, bro. You can just come see me. Mm-hmm. Like every quarter, mm. like they're gonna be mm-hmm. meeting together and just like talking and coaching and this that, and the other. But and that's another point that I wasn't even thinking about. Like he was flat out telling people, like, hey, like you now have what you need to be able to take this to your hometown, mm. make a conference yourself, right? Bring it to other people invite me if you want to i would love to come and speak i would love to do that you guys can make it work yes like i would love to see more of these happen like he could not have been more genuine and wanting people to actually spread the news to other people just Mm -hmm. wishing success for other people like you guys now have all that you need to be able to spread the good everywhere else like it doesn't have to just be the riviera maya once a year like spread the word other people will come to other conferences. Right. Like everyone has a story that they can contribute. Right. And he, and and like when when that spoke a lot to me because he's actually encouraging the people here 
like all of them, everybody mm-hmm. always encourages the people here to link up with other people here. Right. Like, I ain't never seen that before. I ain't never seen, like, where when CJ talked to us, he was like, yo, where y'all from? I was like, Richmond, Virginia. He was like, oh, yeah, for real. Like, um, yeah, you know, Derek, Derek from there, too. Like, I'm like, that's new. Yeah, let me go call <laughs> that, my man. And then, like, he came, like, during the dinner, he was like, yo, go talk to such and such over there. They from Virginia, too. All right? I'm out. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus. Like, yo, what? what is this? I ain't never seen yeah. nothing like this in my life, bro. And, like, you got some... And, and, you know, there are some people who here for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and put that out there. Like, they, they just want to be seen with uh, with, uh, with fame. With the crew. They mm-hmm. want to be seen with fame. They got to take pictures with everybody. I ain't asked not to take one picture with nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably in a few pictures, like, just like a photo bomb kind of thing. <laughs> like, um, uh, you're definitely going to see me on the, on the podcast um, uh, when it comes out. Um, I ain't asked no question, but, you know, I'm – I was standing next to somebody who did ask a question. I was, but, you know, that's that's beside the point. That's neither here nor there. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna take a screenshot of that just out uh, of shits and giggles and put it on uh, put it on the uh, the podcast Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I was like, yeah, catch me on the S2S podcast. Thanks, uh, you know, whatever. But anyway, um, and speaking of that, that came out already. Yeah. We need to, I need to get on. Get I literally on recorded it and within four hours it was up. Yeah. So um Jesus. I I'm like there there are people here who who are here for the wrong reasons. And I just wanna like let it be known that um for real, like these guys have already showed that it can be done. Mm-hmm. Like they already showed that mm-hmm. you could you can live the lives that you want. Like ET is a a, a high school dropout fam. With a PhD. With a PhD. Like, mm-hmm. he shows that it can be done. Like, the, he, like, he put together this event, and, like, people come from all over the globe to to come to it, bro. And, like, I'm, and, and I get to looking at our own platform, and I'm just like, yo, why are we, like, yo, we, we got the same information. Why are we not doing that? Like, there was not a moment, like, I mean, granted, there was a few questions that were being asked during the Q&A where, where people would ask a question. I'm like, hmm, that is a good question. I wonder what they're going to answer. But most of that stuff, I was like, yo, I already know how they're going to answer it. And I don't know if it's because like yo, you just that smart, you or you just that deep at Aramac, or you just you just listen to these guys so much that you just know what they're gonna say. I don't know what it is, but regardless of what it was, like some people was asking questions, I was like, yeah, I already know the answer to that, bro. We got the information. I'm like, yo, why are you not doing that? Why are you not inviting people to Mexico to to come see to come hear you speak? Like, yo, what are you doing? Like, why are you not doing that? And and I'm just like, yo. People limit themselves so much on the things that they can do. And only thing I want to do is encourage anybody who's listening to this right now to live your life, man, Mm -hmm. and take the limits off of you. Because nobody said that you had to limit yourself to what you limit yourself to. You just made that stuff up on your own. You made it up in your own head that you can't do it. You made it up in your own head that you can't afford it. And one of the biggest things that hit me, one of the biggest quotes that 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 changed my life, I mean, absolutely changed my life, was that it's not you can't afford it. It's how can I afford that? Mm-hmm. But then on the second tip, to go a little bit deeper, if you stop focusing on the money of things, or the dollar sign that's in front of things, 
Once you take the dollar sign off of off of off of the world, the world is yours. Mm-hmm. Mm. Stop operating on your own bank account. Like the world will come and provide what you need as long as you put it out there that you want to be there. Thanks. Big facts. That's a uh, that's interesting. And um it, it brings me back to the, the previous episode about how uh not having enough or uh these limits we make that our identity but like right. we uh, have that was us that was us um it's, it's our identity we make our identity and like you said before and i don't want to breeze over that like people have personal trauma personal whatever they done been through hell and back but they put in the work and they're where you guys are like it's not impossible it's very possible uh the the word impossible and it's there's a couple other words that that are like that i'm possible like mm-hmm. you just do it like it's gonna be scary it's gonna be hard uh it might be some you know it's gonna be a, a bumpy road like you said it, it wasn't you know super easy to get there but you guys put in the time and effort and now you guys are there uh fear it came it Mm -hmm. came and it went it might not have went as fast as it came but it went y'all put in the hard work y'all stuck it out and you guys are there getting priceless knowledge and experience like it's it's what you make of it yeah right and like i want to hit on the fear thing right quick because like that's all it is right there man you you afraid of the unknown Mm-hmm. you're afraid of the unknown so you don't so when it comes to unknown things you don't value jumping forward and and jumping into the unknown you don't value what happens when that when that when that happens so like uh, society got us thinking that staying in our comfort zone is a little bit better than than uh than moving forward Mm-hmm. society is a, you know you scared of the dark you don't want to see what's down there um street lights you know yeah i have street lights in your in your city or or, <laughs> your, or else it's like uh a, a unsafe place to live because you can't see none um you know uh the the lighter the better you know um black people you know the society got you thinking that that whatever's in the dark uh-huh. is 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 a problem like for real like society got you feeling like that so you don't you don't you don't you don't look at moving forward or jumping into the unknown as a as a good thing so when we when we made the decision when we made the decision to 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 come here it was an unknown it was unknown territory mm-hmm. and like like Alyssa said we we bickered a lot about mm-hmm. it but we didn't bicker over the money I want that to be clear I, I we bickered but it wasn't the money that we bickered over it was how the opportunity is going to affect us and what do we need to get from it that we were at odds about. Mm -hmm. And we never let it, we never let it break us. But both of us decided at some point that we were going to, uh, we were going to, with whatever money that we're going to spend, we don't have a choice but to fight to get it back and work a little bit harder to get it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Using the knowledge that we received from here, right? So it was a it was it wasn't 
we spent money. Mm. We invested in ourselves and our future. So some of y'all out here looking at it like, I I can't afford that because, because, you know, it it costs too much. Mm. Like, like it, I already live paycheck to paycheck. Right. I, you know, I ain't got the means to do that. But what you need to start focusing on is what can you take away from it? Most people come to Mexico and I, you know, I ain't knocking nobody. Like, yo, for real, y'all come here, to, y'all come here to relax. You come here to get away from mm-hmm. your mundane life, your average everyday living. You come here to, to space out. I get it. I get it. But what most people don't do is when they come to a place like this, they don't take back any nuggets. Mm-hmm. So but even before, even before we, oh, man, and it, this hurt my feelings a little bit, man. Oh, man, I, I felt like a celebrity getting off the plane, bro. I ain't going to lie to you, bro. I felt like a whole goddamn celebrity getting off the plane. I'm talking like folks. Like, it was just everything but the cameras, bro. Like, you talking, mm-hmm. like, like red carpet hopping out the limousine, people swarming you, like, left and right, bro. Like, that's that's what it looked like. But they just weren't holding cameras. Bro, I promise you, bro, like, I felt like a, I felt like a fraud after after seeing what was going down at the airport, bro. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you what happened. Like, on, on the way here, mm-hmm. we got off the plane, bro. We stepped out the, we stepped out the, uh, out the, um, the airport, out the doors into the in, into the heat, and like standing outside um, was a whole bunch of people, mm-hmm. and they worked for a whole bunch of different car rental agencies, hotels, all types of stuff, tourist attractions, spots, right? And and Alyssa was like, the first thing Alyssa said to me before the door slid open was, "Just mm-hmm. keep walking, don't, don't talk to make anyone, eye contact, <laughs> don't say nothing to anybody. They're gonna sell you." And I was like, "The fuck you mean?" Bro, I walked outside, bro, like everybody, everybody and their mom was like in my face. Like, like, yo, it was like people everywhere swarming us, standing in the way, holding up signs and everything, bro. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? And what I was, what I was realizing was the people here, Mm. they work their, they work their careers like it's their livelihood. Bruh, while we in America over there, just like, we ain't got nothing going on for ourselves. We got all these safety nets keeping us from failure. Like these people, and I, and I can imagine what's going on with some of them, bro. Like, you know, because most of this is like, in, in the area that we are, we're in the resort right now. But most of this area, like outside of the resort walls, is like impoverished. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that it's like somebody who just got a job, who they make commissions off of off of sales, and you at a tourist attraction or mm-hmm. or near or at an airport near a whole bunch of tourist attractions, bro. I got to go out here to make this money for my family, mm-hmm. bro. You talking folks up, folks out here just trying to make like trying to make anything move. They are talking to anybody and everybody. There were people who were talking to people who had other people coming to try to poach off of the people that they already had just because they were stopped. Bro, they were literally in there to get anybody and everybody with a pulse, literally. And while, meanwhile, back in America, we just chilling. We mm. like, we faced a little bit of adversity and all of a sudden we out. But somebody had told you that in order to get to Mexico every single year and not have to do it on a paycheck, this is what you got to do. But we can't do it because we get in our feelings about, about what don't go right. 
Meanwhile, we're scared of a no. Meanwhile, people in Mexico, they are aggressive. They are on it. Like, bro, I had like 17 people talk to me before I made it 10 steps away from the airport doors. Mm-hmm. Not even a joke. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. And it just just hearing that and uh thinking about like, you know, where we work at, it it's like that. It's exactly like that. Uh, people are too comfortable in where they are. And it's just like their job is just something they come to uh, do the bare minimum, like we said before, and they go home. Like, But in other countries, people's job is damn near connected to their life. If they don't make a dollar that day. They don't eat that day. They don't they don't feed their family that day. And I just, yeah, right. Not just them, the whole family. Yeah. And we got people here every day they... They come to work, their job like, hey, you want to go home? They ain't even had to yes. ask the question. They already out the door before mm-hmm. they even get in the door. And, and some people meet, meet the managers before they even ask. <laughs> They're like, oh, you got that look in your face. You VT on? <laughs> yes. And it is, uh, It. I don't know if it's like a, a culture thing or just like yes. uh, something where people have to like, go out and see the the real world and realize that they're damn near lucky like where they at in other countries they're what we're rich in to to people in other countries and like we're like damn near at the bottom so it's just like it's 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 crazy because just just hearing that and like actually you know uh, some people come here and have that same mentality, and that's why, that's why they make it over the people that are, you know, poor here. Some right. people from, you know, the from Mexico, if they they ever get here and they have that same mentality, I gotta work or I'm gonna die. Mm-hmm. And they go out there, somebody snatches them up, and they're just like, "All right, you giving me how much, and you want me to work this hard? All right, I'm gonna give you two hundred percent. I'm gonna give you everything I got, and boom, they done made it." Mm-hmm over somebody that's been here for years and what what this person from Mexico did in a year or two years you haven't even done in like 10, 12, yeah. 20. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like I want to get into like what I like about it here mm-hmm. and like how it differs from where, where we come from mm-hmm. and it's not like there's beautiful places in America. Hmm. Like, they are. But what I'm looking at is, like, just the the service here. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that, that I think is the most impressive here. Like, I've seen luxury. I've, li- I've stayed in luxury. Like, yeah, like, I've been, I've been to quote-unquote resorts. Like, I don't think it... I don't think it gets any any deeper than this. Like I think that well, they said they um, uh, Punta Cana do a little bit better. Um, they said uh, Jamaica is a little bit better, uh, but regardless, they well they said the food is better in Jamaica, but they like it better here. So um, it is what it is. I don't I don't really know. I don't care. Like I've seen luxury luxury houses before. Like it's it's not that deep to me. But like what really spoke to me was the service that like in the attention to detail that people are paying here, like, yo, mm. these people literally do everything above and beyond. And like, for real, my, like, 
I'm feeling like, yo, I'm just going to start speaking Spanish, bro. Like, any employees <laughs> I need, bro, I'm just going to hire them from here, bro. Like, I'm be real with you, bro. Like, mm -hmm. I don't even think I want to hire Americans anymore, bro. Like, they, like, the folks here, bro, like, the dude who just came, like, I wish you could see what he did to the table over there, bro. Like, the dude, like, he set up our, our table, bro. There's a, there's a like, a, a, a fucking centerpiece, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, he did room service. He bought a centerpiece with him and put it on the table, bro. Like, I wish you could see that right now, but, like, but... Like, there are people here who are going above and beyond to do things that are going to get them, uh, whether it's tips or whether they're trying to move up in this company that they mm -hmm. work for, bro. Because, like, I, and next week, I want to talk about that, too, because, like, the way this thing was created, bro, if we don't talk about – we wouldn't be the Dirty Trump podcast if we ain't talk about that elephant in the room, bro. Because mm -hmm. this is – this this joint here, this joint here is not even older than me, bro. Mm-hmm. This resort ain't any older than older than me, bro. Like, so I want to I, I want to put that mm -hmm. put that into perspective that um, somebody at some point had a vision to create this, and he got other people sold on that vision to the point where they are able to 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 create a work ethic that is out of this world. Mm -hmm. I seen the dude last night in a restaurant serve five people at one time, just like straight up, just like grab something from somebody, move on to another person, just move on to another person, grab everything that they had, get tables off a plate, and then circle back around, bought, bought stuff right back to their table, bro. Like, in, in one swoop. I don't even think my man had a had the chance to breathe twice before he finished. Come on. But it's just that level of detail. I, I don't think we came across not one disgruntled associate yet. Right. Come on. So the work ethic. Mm -hmm. and so yeah, All right. So y'all think I'm playing. What we talking about here? We talking about work ethic right mm -hmm. now. We talking about what will be the thing to get you to live the life that you want. Mm -hmm. We're talking about the level of commitment that you had to have to yourself mm -hmm. and your family in order to get here. What are you able, what are you willing to do for you that are that is going to put you in a certain position to to not just and this this ain't about resort living this ain't about relaxing this ain't about vacations this is about living the life that you deserve mm -hmm. and understanding that the only reason why you feel like you <laughs> the only reason why you feel like you don't like you can't have it is because you feel like you don't deserve it because of where you came from and where and, and what your current situation is. Some people's lack, some people, some people um imposter syndrome goes so deep that they feel like anything more than what they're currently doing is sin. Mm. Mm. So you get to that point. And of course you can't come to Mexico. Of course you feel like you can't do that. Of course you feel like you can't go to go on vacation. Or of course you feel like if the the number one motivational speaker in the world said that he gonna do something that's going to that's going to uh, enrich your life, this is what you gotta pay to get there. Of course, bro. Do you understand that the reason why it costs so much is because my man needs you to sacrifice something in order to get here? Because if you came here for free, you wouldn't even you you wouldn't even value mm. it enough to even do anything about it. Nope. That's why it costs money. That, that, you got to put your mouth, you got to put your money where your mouth is. Mm. Like Josh had said, stroke a check. Mm -hmm. Stroke a check. That's all you got to do. When it comes to, when it comes to investing in your own self, your knowledge, your, your, your spirituality, 
when it comes to, 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 to your, your obedience, you have to be able to stroke the check to get what you need so that you can move forward with your, with your family. Bruh, the, the life that Alyssa and I plan, are planning right now, we can't afford to not be here. Mm-hmm. And what we, what we learned in this, and just, bruh, just the first day of being here, bruh, like I, I was so on the first day, I was like, all right, yep, I got it. <laughs> My man said something that blew my blew my face off. Like I I thought I got shot with a 12 gauge shotgun at, at, at point blank range. I was like, bro, he got me. He got me. Like I only I ain't got nothing to say now. I wrote that down. I was like, yo, I'm 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 done. Like I don't care what anybody else say. That was the word right there that got me. That was the word that's gonna put me in a better situation. Oh, and I wouldn't have heard it if I wasn't here. Mm-hmm. Thanks. If I wasn't in the environment to see what I was seeing, then I wouldn't even believe it. Mm. Mm. so bro like whatever whatever it is whatever it is that 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 you are hiding away from bro Mm. whatever it is that that you think that you can't do you have to do it Mm -hmm. it's not even negotiable at this point bro you got a mom a dad somebody that's sick in your family you got it, like your your parents are coming to retirement and you know that they they've been working all their lives and 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 uh, you're just trying to make sure they they're in a better situation because like whether whether they are in a better situation or not you still got to deal with it as a child i'm just saying um you got kids that you know that you that they look up to you and they need you to be the provider you got uh, uh, significant others that need you to be the provider. You got um, other family, whatever the case is. I don't care what it is, bro. Like, yo, you got to take care of what's yours. Mm-hmm. And the only way to take care of what's yours is to grow. Mm-hmm. And if you are afraid of growth to the level that you can't even go on vacation to grow, something wrong, man. Something is wrong. You need to backtrack and fix that. You need to backtrack and fix that. So what I'm encouraging you guys to do, and I want you to do your homework, when you get off the day <laughs> or the next time you work or right now, whatever whatever time you got free time and, and make the free time to do what needs to be done. What I encourage you guys to do is write down the life that you want to live and just look at that. After you write down the lifestyle that you want to live, what comes with it? Like, where are you living? Where are you spending your time at when you're on vacation from your from the life that you want to live? And I'm gonna be real with you. I don't think I heard Jamal King said call this a vacation. I'm just being real. I don't think my man even look at this as a vacation. My man look at this as business. This is a business trip to him. Like it's a it's a different it's a different type of mentality. I heard a lady on the on the um, on the on the on the shuttle ride here. She said that you know she. Um, this is uh she where was she going? She said she was asking about the the airport in Florida because she was like, I got a timeshare down there and I've never been to it. So I was just wondering how the airport was. Like, bro, like you gotta surround yourself with people who have different type of conversations, bro. Like one lady, she snowbird and she said, Oh, I just go to go to South Boston, Virginia, uh, just so we can um just so I can relax there because you know, there's nothing, nothing there. So I just go there to relax, but you know, I just came from 
came from South America or something, went to the California and in, in the beginning of the month, one lady literally said that she was coming back from vacation to go on another vacation, bro. Like, yo, and these were people who were who were like not that much older than us. Well, one uh, one of them was, but um, I don't know. Maybe maybe a stress free life of not having a nine to five just make you look younger because the lady did say she had grandkids <laughs> but she looked like she was like thirty something so I don't know but regardless I need y'all to when you write down what you want your life to be like mm-hmm. write down what it's going to take to get there mm-hmm. good and bad the scariest of situations that you need to do to get there are going to be the most effective to get it. Mm. But you need to write down every single thing that's going to bring you to the lifestyle that you want. And whether you do it or not, at least now you know. And it's not going to be working extra time. I I, want to go ahead and put that out there. You, You can work as much overtime as you want, but overtime is not going to get you to the lifestyle that you want to get to. And neither is the next promotion. If you literally are working towards the next promotion, you're never going to get to where you want to be. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I guess we can go ahead and start closing it out after that, man. Because, um, yeah, that's, that, yeah. 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 I, I see Zoom in the corner with the with the hook trying to pull us off stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to, we're going to have to take our, take our talents to um, the Discord, bro. Big so um, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a move that we effectively make in the next uh, on the next episode. So um, I got Boston Falls. Okay, all right. So um, I don't know what it is, mm. and apparently it's a it's a a, a, a nationwide phenomenon. Um, okay. Women just be packing up the the most craziest stuff coming to uh, coming to vacation. Um, that's not where you were supposed to go. Alyssa had me thinking that um, <laughs> thinking that I needed like a whole wardrobe in order to come out here. And um, I was packing my bag. She was packing her bag. And um, I opened it when we got here. And I ended up seeing like a whole bunch of socks fall out. I'm like, the fuck? why do I have so many pairs of socks? Like, what is this? Like, so and then I started going through the stuff and I got underwear for days. Like, I'm just like, the fuck? This is like every pair of underwear that I own. Like, why, why is this here? And um, I look over at her and I and I, I said, how did all this stuff get in here? And she said, oh, I just waited until you until you weren't looking and you put all that stuff in there because I knew you weren't going to, I knew you weren't going to pack enough. All right, okay. we here. Let me start. We here for six. We here for, for seven days. I packed seven yes. socks. No, you did not. No, you had three in there. <laughs> and he was only planning on wearing tennis shoes. And he had literally two pairs of underwear. That's not. That's not accurate. It is. That's not accurate. I threw in four more. We were. We were. We here for seven days, and I was like, All right, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring enough to last me the week. You're a liar. I'm gonna bring it. And she just started throwing it more. And I, I swear to God, I got like 17 pairs of socks in, in that no, suitcase. No. So a boss of all said, Alyssa, wait until I turn my back to start throwing stuff in the in the joint. <laughs> I don't want to answer. But all uh, right, so because <laughs> Courtney doesn't do that, but she will pack for like 
for days. Like, I mean, I, I guess it's a a woman thing. Uh, you guys like to pack for every scenario, and just in case something happens, you got to back up for the backup and the backup for the Preparedness. backup. God uh, you sweat too much and need to change your shirt, and now you use the one for two days from now. But you could just wash the the shirt that's sweaty, and then once uh, no, we, can't. we can't. We don't have that ability. Uh-huh. I got a sink. Throw that in the sink. Throw it on the balcony or whatever. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. You got an iron? No. Oh, oh right. right. We have a hair dryer. There you go. That's your dryer right there. <laughs> I, can, oh. I can just dry it. <laughs> so yeah, man. Not, um, man. I, I think would, Marcus was on my side. Yeah, I hear that. I hear that. <laughs> um, I knew she was just helping, so I ain't, mm-hmm. I thought it was funny because I, I let I rolled my ass off when when I like when I realized it, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I thought it would would be a hilarious thing to bring to the podcast. But uh, Melissa bought like like thirteen outfits. So I did not. I don't know. Like I brought nine for a seven day trip. There are also like certain restaurants that require certain attire that I don't necessarily want to wear all day. So why would I do that? All right, is that is that true? Like, do because I know certain restaurants. I think, but like, what is what is casual or formal? Like, what formal is it? Formal formal is like slacks, button up shirt, collars, things like that. Yeah. Whereas casual is shorts and a tank top. So how does the establishment be that well off that they could be like, hey, you can't, you you just can't wear anything. You have to have this formal wear on. It's just um, because once the people who actually dress like that get in there, then they uh, pay enough to keep the doors open. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah man um so you've been working on anything man uh so i had an idea for uh uh nft thing um there is already something going you got on anything coming up oh anything coming up Ooh, not of right now not of to not to put out now all right all right, cool. So uh, based on some of the information that I've, that I've received here, I think I want to take this podcast to the next level. Okay. Um, we're going to have to talk about what that is on another time. Mm-hmm. Once we get off of here, um, we uh, we got to make some runs. So, um, and eat. Yeah, yeah, our food probably got cold at this point, but it's all good, though. Oh, yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, that has been it for the Dirty Trump podcast. Uh, once again, I say you should be here. Like, no joke. You should be here. Like, there's no excuses anymore. We're going to cut out all excuses, all all reasoning, deductive reasoning that you think is the reason why you're not here. We're going uh-huh. to stop looking at those things, and we're going to focus on just being better with our lives and being more effective so that we can live the lives that we want and not the lives that we fantasize about. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Dirty Trump Podcast. Marcus, what is it? Always remember that those who shy away from addressing the elephant in the room are doomed to be crushed by the weight of it. This has been the Dirty Trump Podcast. We are out. Peace. Love y'all. See y'all next week.